Welcome to Amaze and Grace, where we find grace in the midst of this maze called life. I am here and I want to encourage and strengthen and give hope to individuals that listen to this podcast through the word of God and also through transparent journeys and stories of my own. I want you to join me weekly as we make hell nervous together with talking about the goodness of God. Let's go. Hey, 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 what's up, Grace Gang? How is everybody doing? I hope everybody is blessed and highly favored in the Lord. I hope that you guys have great expectations for what this new year. I want to take the time out to say happy new year to everyone. Happy new year to all my listeners and those that um, the Lord is basically want to tell tell you today that if he has allowed you to cross over into this new year that is a gift in itself a lot of people did not make it into this new year and with that being said there is still more for you this is not the end of your story this is just a chapter in your story that God is still developing he is still creating and he is still loving he is still merciful he is still graceful and God wants to continue to use you on this earth He's going to use people through you. He's going to use you through people. He's going to open up doors that no man can close. He is going to have things set in order just for you. You just have to believe it. You just have to believe it. So this morning as I was praying and seeking God and reading his word and I literally feel so good about the word that the Lord has given me so I want to share with you guys um so um as you see on the link when you clicked on it our theme for this episode is he has me in 2023 Okay, he has me in 2023. Basically, the Lord has you in the palm of his hand. There is nothing, nothing that the enemy can do to pluck you out of his hand. The Lord has a plan for you that is bigger than your own thoughts. So I'm going to take you into the word and I want you to focus on the word hope because that is the word that the Lord has given me um, around the word that the, the Lord has given me around the message that he's given me for this podcast episode Romans 15 and actually I'm reading for the um, NIV version of the Bible For everything that was written in the past was to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement that they have provided, we might have hope. 
So, so that verse itself in Romans 15 is saying to us that when you feel hopeless, I need you to go to the word of God. I don't need you to turn to anything else, not even your own thoughts or your own emotions. I need for you to gird yourself up and go to the word of God because he said what was written in the past was to teach us whatever it is that is bothering you, whatever it is that has you in a place of giving up. That is the trick of the enemy. So whatever it is, you can find endurance through the scriptures for the scriptures that are in the Bible. They are set out to encourage us and to provide hope. To provide hope. The enemy, that is the main thing that he wants to destroy is our hope. Our hope that things are going to get better. Our hope that it won't always be like this. If he can kill that, he can kill your destiny, basically. Literally, he can take away your destiny because he will allow you to soak in hopelessness. And make you feel like that God is not on your side. And make you feel like all these things that are working around you are working against you. But I don't know about you. But I know that I know that I read my scriptures. That everything that is working is working for my good. It is not working against me. The devil is a liar. It's not working against me. But it is working for our good. So the so the enemy comes to strip us from hope and you know why he does that? Because hope comes from God. Hope comes from God. You want to know why? I'm going to take you to the Bible. Psalms 20, no, Psalms 62, I'm sorry. Psalms 62 and 5 says, "Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. That is proof that hope comes from God. And anything that comes from God, the enemy hates. Okay? And God is giving me this revelation because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And what he's trying to do is steal our hope, kill our hope through our emotions, mm -hmm, and destroy our hope for we will not keep moving and pressing forward in that hope. Because if he kills it, he knows that we can't work in it. He knows that we can't pray on it. He knows that we can't praise on it. He wants to kill everything that is connected to that one hope that we are holding on to. Proverbs 13 and 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But longing fulfilled is a tree of life. I'm going to break this down for you real quick. like, Okay. Because when God gave me this scripture this morning through Proverbs. 
He allowed me to see that some of us are suffering because we are handling the hope that he has given us in the wrong way. We have been handling the hope that God has given us on a situation, the hope that God has given us on things that are happening in our lives. We have been handling the hope that comes from God in a wrong way. So the scripture says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So I want to go over the word deferred. Okay? So if hope that is deferred, hope that de- hope that is deferred means hope that has submitted to your circumstance. Hope that has given in or hope that has given up. You have literally given up. When you give up on God, because that is what hope comes from. When you have given up on hope, you wonder why you're depressed. You wonder why you can't sleep. You wonder why your thoughts have literally took over your emotions. Is because you are you are operating in a deferred hope. You have literally submitted to your circumstances instead of the opposite on what the word says in Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, right? So now your heart is sick because you have literally given in on this hope. But longing fulfilled is the tree of life. You want to live in this thing. Okay, so longing, longing means to hope for, right? So to hope and to long fulfilled, 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 fulfilled. So let me go to the word fulfilled. This is the opposite of deferred hope. So if we, so if God wants us to have a hope that is fulfilled, which means, this is what it means to to walk in a hope that is fulfilled. It means to be satisfied. It means to be content. It means to be happy. It means to be placid. It means to have gratification, to be gratified, okay? It means to, and I want you to hear this word because this spoke out to me, to be untroubled. How have you been operating the hope that God has given you for a situation? Have you been working in a deferred hope? Have you have submitted to the circumstances? Have you given up? Or are you going to stand on the word that God has given you about a situation? And are you allowing yourself to move and maneuver through this situation with satisfaction and content and happiness and being untroubled? You have a decision to make this day, this day, this day. You have a decision to make about the hope 
that God has given you. In this process, in this process of longing for his promises, in this process, Jesus, from longing in this in this in this process for longing for the promises that God has given you. David said in Psalms 25, my integrity and uprightness protect me because my hope Lord is in you. What are you going to do in the midst of the process? Of longing for God's promises. Have integrity in this process. Do not allow your emotions to make you lash out on people. Do not let your emotions allow you to speak negatively. Because God had to check me on this. Do not allow your emotions to make you speak negatively about the promise that God has given you. Do not allow your emotions to to allow you to speak against the very thing that God has spoken in your life. If God said it, that settles it. Just because things look different, just because things don't seem to be working out, God, you told me. You told me this is the you, God. You're the reason why I have hope for this. You're the reason why I have hope for this thing. So, so why? Why am I speaking against it? Why am I giving up? Why have I submitted to the circumstance? Why have I been operating in deferred hope? We have to ask ourselves these questions. And when you notice it, it's time to correct it. Stop thinking the worst thing is happening in your situation. Stop thinking that the worst thing is happening through the situation. God's process is God's process. And we don't control the process. We don't control what's happening in the midst of our longing. We can't control what is happening What we can do is pray and to stand on the word of God and handle the process in integrity and uprightness and have hope, not in man, not in circumstances, not in relationships, not in your finances, not on a job, not in your children, not in anything but the Lord. So then the Lord took me to Romans 12. (laughs) My God, this is what we need to do in the process. This is what we need to do in the process of longing from a promise that the Lord has given you, but you don't see it yet. You don't feel it yet. And you almost... You almost gave up on it. You almost operated in that deferred hope. But I am here today to speak to you, to give you a warning that we have a choice of this hope. So in this process of longing for the promises that God is giving you in hope, Romans 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, 
faithful in prayer. So God is giving you instructions. This is this is this is taking us back to what I said to you at the beginning about the teaching of the scriptures that are in the word that is there to encourage us so that God will provide hope for us, right? So Romans 12 is giving us instructions on how to act in the midst of waiting, in the midst of hoping for something to happen. It says to be joyful. Do not allow the enemy to take your joy away from you. Even if he's using someone else to make you upset. Even if he's using something to to destroy the little bit of hope that you have left. Even if he's using heartbreak to distract you from the hope and the joy that the Lord has given you. Do not allow it to do that. You speak to the mountain and the mountain shall be moved in the name of Jesus. So be joyful in hope. So in this hope, I need you to be joyful. And I'm talking to myself too. In this hope, I need you to be joyful. 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 If you don't know how to operate in joy, I need you to I need you to search the word joy in your in your Bibles. Mhm. Mhm. And a whole bunch of scriptures will pop up and it will give you direction on how to operate in joy. Patient in affliction. Affliction is something that caused pain. You have been faced with a circumstance where you have no clue what's about to happen anymore because you had to give up control. But you're in pain. What are you going to do with that affliction? The scripture is telling us just to have patience. I know, I know, listen, I know you don't want to do it because I don't want to do it. I know you don't want to. I don't want to wait through this. Who likes to sit in pain? Who likes to sit in affliction? But my Bible tells me, yes, God, Jesus, that it was good that I was afflicted. It is good that we go through pain sometimes. It is good that God presses us just a little harder so that the oil can come out of us. So even though we don't want to be in the midst of it, even though it does not feel good, the Bible is literally giving us instructions to wait and to have patience in the midst of affliction. And it goes along to say, faithful in prayer. Where is your faith? Where is your faith? And if God has given you faith, you have to have a deeper prayer life. This promise is what God has given you. And if God has given you a promise, you pray on it. You have faith on it because his word does not return void. Whatever God has told you, I need you to pray, 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 and pray. Even when you don't feel like it, because I have been there. My God, I have been there to the point where I said, I'm not praying for it anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
Mm -mm. Especially if the situation ain't working for me and it's allowing me to stay in affliction. I ain't praying for this no more. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go through it, Lord. But the scripture is telling us, no, 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 no. You got to be patient and you got to pray. You got to be patient and you got to pray. So in this, in this new year, to all my listeners that are listening, in this new year, be aware of the things we hope for. Ask God if it is in his will. And sometimes we will be disappointed. Listen to me. Sometimes... If it's not in his will, or even if it is in his will, but it's just not time yet. It's just not time yet. We will still be disappointed because our flesh and our hearts long for things that we want. We want what we want and we want it when we want it. Let's be honest. So sometimes we will be disappointed as children of God in process right but we have to trust in God's decision for our lives I know that it's hard but we have to trust in God's decisions for our lives be content Be content. What you do with the disappointment. Hear me good. What you do right now in the midst of your disappointment will decide your destiny. God spoke to me this morning. He said to me, Kwani, you have two decisions. You have two decisions. One is, will you let your disappointment derail you from your destiny and walk around? I mean, literally, you choosing. You are choosing. Now you're making a choice to walk around every day wounded. Because you have allowed disappointment to come and wound you. And you have allowed yourself to walk daily in that wound. But God said, I am giving you a choice. So will you walk around being wounded every day? Or will you walk around in faith? You have a decision to make. And I pray and I hope that you have chose to walk in faith like I have. I pray a prayer of peace to you that you understand that God does care about what you care about. He he cares about the very thing that is on your heart. He will never allow the enemy to harm you. Whatever you are facing, he has he is and has taken care of it his works 
go way beyond our thoughts. His works go way beyond our emotions. What God is working on is great. It's great. It's going to be great. That's the peace that God has given me this morning. It is going to be great. The process is the process. But what we do in the midst of the process is what's going to matter. It's what's going to matter. God is using the process to build characters, to build faith, and to make us strong. So I'm going to leave you with the last scripture that the Lord has gave me. Psalms 71 and 14 says, As for me, I will always have hope. It didn't say I will sometimes. It said I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. So I want you to take that with you today. Psalm 71 and 14. As for me, I will always have hope and I will praise you more and more. So Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for this episode. And I pray, God, the word that you have placed on my heart this day, that you would allow us all to go through the process of hoping for a new year of prosperity, a new year of love, a new year of change, a new year of elevation. As we hope for these things, my father, keep us in the process. Keep us, our minds stayed on you. Help us to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. My father, help us to gird up and to speak to every mountain that comes our way, God, and help us to walk through this process with integrity, not to hurt other people's feelings, but to show the love of God because at all things of hope and faith, love is the biggest of them all. We have to love in the process. Don't allow hatred to set in your heart. Don't allow anger to set in your heart, Jesus. But we got to love through this thing. We got to show love to others. Even if our own promises is not coming through when we want it to come through. We still have to stand on God's word and trust in his will. That what he is working on on our behalf is great. I pray that this word has touched you and empowered you and motivated you to work on good hope and to handle the hope that God has given you in the correct way. I love you all and thank you for joining me for Amaze in Grace. Bye.